0: Or contact your local office and get started on
1: your path to success today. Welcome to another segment of Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. We are working and attending the annual Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. It's all taking place here in St. Augustine, Florida at the beautiful World of Golf Resort. The room has been jam-packed full, over 300 attendees here to talk about economic development in rural communities and talk about the impact that rural communities will have on the future of Florida. And we've got with us right now our very good friend and... um, I dare say expert on the topic of rural economic development, Dr. Jerry Parrish. Uh, Dr. Parrish, as always, thank you for taking time out to be with us here on Small Biz Florida. Well, thanks, Tom. I'm always glad to uh, visit with you a little bit. Absolutely, and I I appreciate the conversation and the insight and uh, the education I always receive, sir. So thank you. Uh, Dr. Parrish, you serve as the Chief Economist and Director of State and Local Policy Analysis um, at the Florida Institute of Government at FSU. Uh, As always, just start us with a little bit of your pathway and uh, talk to us about the, uh, the Florida Institute of Government at FSU.
0: Well, Tom, uh, I'm excited to be back at FSU. I worked there about a dozen years ago uh, at the Center for Economic Forecasting and Analysis. And strangely enough, I'm back in the same building I was a dozen years ago uh, after spending some time at uh, Florida Tax Watch and the Florida Chamber Foundation as both of their chief economists uh, when I was with them. But I'm glad to be back. Uh, I I really enjoy rural economic development. I get to do a lot more of it now. And uh, certainly, uh, having given the opening keynote here at the Rural Economic Development Summit uh, for maybe my fifth or sixth year in a row, don't remember, always enjoy this crowd and really glad to see how the attendance has grown to over yeah. 300 people that's it's just awesome for me yeah
1: um so let's get right down to it um let's start i uh, set in for your opening uh session you kind of as you normally do you give the overview of florida's economy give us that give us that overview kind of recap uh your presentation for us
0: Well, you know, I talked about uh, Florida's really got two economies still going on here for the last several months. And one of them is uh, a bunch of job openings and uh, people still getting hired, job increases all the time. We got uh, nearly 480,000 open jobs in the state of Florida, very low unemployment rate. When we look at the consumer sentiment, which is something that I look at, Florida's consumer sentiment index is done by the University of Florida's Bureau of Economic and Business Research. We actually have a lower sentiment than we did during COVID and during the peak of the most uncertainty in COVID. And so that's kind of a signal of future spending, uh, is the way I look at it. Are people comfortable with the economy? And uh, so because of the inflation and interest rate rises and things like that, certainly it looks like uh, we may have lower spending in the future. And certainly that will affect our tax revenues for the state of Florida, as well as our all of our counties, not just the rural
1: ones. All right. And uh, let's let's talk about rural for, for a minute the whole you know we've got over 300 people here it's the the you know the, the the day and a half two days is totally dedicated to economic development in in rural florida why is rural florida important what what is what makes this an important component for florida's future well
0: it's important because if when you look between the census of 2010 and 2020 We had 17 Florida counties that lost population, and Florida's growing by about 900 net new people a day. So how can that happen? You know, unfortunately what happens is, you know, you may have a business close in a rural area, and the people leave to get jobs in town. And what's bad is the people with opportunity and skills are typically the ones that leave. And it leaves everybody else there. Uh, Maybe they can't leave, maybe they don't have uh, the skills to get a job somewhere else. And what it leaves there is, you know, the county bills still have to be paid. You've got less people and less people with uh, with good skills and opportunity. Uh, they're paying all the bills, so it's really a burden on a lot of the folks that are forced to stay there. So that's why I've been so excited because of COVID having, you know, changed that dynamic now, you know, we've got a lot more people. Now you can live from anywhere, you know, work from anywhere for a lot of these jobs. And a lot of people are choosing Florida's smaller towns, smaller counties, you know, got a slower pace, better quality of life, you know, lower mm-hmm. property prices. And uh, I think that's been the, the biggest thing to happen to reverse that trend.
1: And, and I guess, when we talk about rural, this really is an opportunity. This is truly one of those opportunities. Uh, we've got we've got available land, we've got infrastructure that already exists, you know, highways going by these rural communities, r- rail uh, in these communities. So this truly is an opportunity for companies to maybe, you don't have to look at what we traditionally look at as, as the two coasts. You can look in the interior of Florida. Is that a fair statement of, of
0: it is, and we've seen companies, uh, you know, choosing that. They you know, in the past they may have chosen it mainly for the lower cost of land and uh, lower cost of building and those kind of things. Uh, now I think they're choosing it, uh, you know, partially for the lifestyle of the people that work there, and so I've been really encouraged. We've, uh, you know, this, this or, you know this um, conference is is uh, has the tagline you know, Florida's rural counties manufacturing more than vacations, right. and uh, so there's a focus on manufacturing here, and we've seen a lot of our manufacturers at least take a look, if not already move to, to some of the smaller counties, and uh, it gives their people that work there a lot, you know, a lot slower pace, less, less traffic in a lot of cases, and a better quality of life.
1: So uh, a good again good segue. Let's talk about manufacturing. Um, how is that segment, um, you know, collaborating with these rural communities? Do you, is there collaboration? Is there opportunity in manufacturing? Will they move to the rural communities? Talk about the the implications of manufacturing.
0: Yeah, that's a great question, Tom. I've always pushed for more manufacturing here in the state because it diversifies our economy and these are high-wage jobs. What's really interesting about manufacturing in Florida is a lot of people may think of the big people that build spaceships and rockets and airplanes and things like that, and those are big companies. But the average manufacturing uh, uh, establishment in the state of Florida has an average of 17 employees. Now, that's half of what the U.S. The U.S. average is about 34. So we're really talking about, a, in most cases, a small business phenomenon. Right. And it's a great opportunity uh, for people. You know, One of the things we've got is uh, cheap outbound freight um, you know, in the state of Florida. And it's a great opportunity for these small manufacturers to either move to the rural area or recruit from other states into rural areas. Uh, and, uh, you know, be able to find the workforce that they need. Our state colleges have been great and uh-huh. tech schools have been great about training people for manufacturing and I'm really encouraged. we got more than 400,000 manufacturing jobs in the state of Florida and I don't think many people realize that.
1: No, no, I'm sure they don't. Um, I asked a question the other day, of course, you know, my background, I spent uh, many years in, in an ag support, uh, business. Um, is agriculture still, still a player uh, in rural communities, ag businesses? Absolutely. And unfortunately, with
0: uh, the, the big hurricane that we had, we lost about a billion and a half dollars of citrus. Um, not just trees, you know, fruit on the trees, but trees as well. It's going to be a big blow to citrus here. Uh, certainly, Florida is a great cattle state. Most people don't realize the extent of our cow-calf cattle industry here. Uh, it's big and a lot bigger than almost anybody knows in this state. Fresh fruits and vegetables uh, in a lot of the state. Florida's typically either number one or number two in the country uh, on the production of very specific uh, fruits and vegetables, sweet corn, you know, those kind of things. Uh, it, it's still big in Florida, still a big, important part of our economy.
1: Okay. Okay. And then, uh, you know, you, you did give the opening uh, keynote and we sort of talked about that. But immediately following that, you moderated a really what I found to be, of course, I, I'm sort of now, now know about these things, but it, it really is kind of some of the hidden secrets in Florida. But you moderated a panel uh, talking about resources. Talk a little bit about the panel that, uh, that you moderated.
0: Yeah, this was great. We, we put together a panel of folks that can help Uh, And that's kind of what I call it. These are people that can help you, help you in your communities, help your businesses. You know, like I said, most manufacturers are small businesses. So we had the state director of SBDC, Greg Britton, on the panel. We had uh, Mark Cruz, the general counsel uh, of uh, Florida First Capital Finance. We also had Kevin Carr, who's the CEO of Florida Makes. And that organization I'm a part of, I'm a volunteer board member of, Florida Megs helps manufacturers become more efficient. You know, they're like a consulting firm, right. uh, but uh, you know, their their goal is to make uh, manufacturers more efficient. So we had people that could help with consulting of any type of business, you know, which is SBDC, and uh, they do a great job around the state. We we had Florida Megs which specifically helps manufacturers at a really high level. And then we had the capital guys with uh, Florida right. First, and uh, you know, talking about the opportunities that are there for you know, you know, lower interest rate loans for capital expansion and and other things. Business, uh, you know, people can help help them buy buildings, help them buy land, uh, help them get equipment, and so it was a great combination. And all of these organizations actually work together very closely. Uh, so I thought it was really good. I was really pleased.
1: No, and, and you are so right. Uh, I, You know, you've heard me tell my story many times. I was in business for 25 years. I had no idea these resources existed and certainly could have used them. Um, so I always uh, quote you, uh, Dr. Parrish. So I, it, maybe it's time now for me to make sure. Let's update, make sure I'm still giving the right quote uh from you but uh it's been a number of years ago but you uh with the growth and what's going on in the state of florida you at one time said it is a good time to to talk about opening up a small business is that still is that still true in the state of florida am i still properly quoting you i
0: I believe it is and and one of the things people are concerned about and they should be uh, is we may be going into a recession and what's interesting about recessions is it really, you know, some people lose their job and gives them that opportunity to open that business they always wanted. And typically during a recession, you know, labor's cheaper, you know, supplies are cheaper, buildings are cheaper. Um, However, I will tell you, I don't expect a a really serious downturn. I certainly expect the U.S. will be in recession uh, next year, sometime around the second quarter to around the middle of the year.
1: Okay. And then uh, the other quote that I uh, always reference from you is you said the, uh, the former model in Florida was we built a golf course and we built houses around it. The new model is we build a hospital and we build houses around it. Is healthcare still driving uh, the growth, uh, a lot of the growth in Florida?
0: Uh, it sure is, you know, especially as the aging of Florida, uh, we need more doctors, we need more, you know, these medical facilities that are becoming the center points of, of some of these, uh, these communities are super important. And it's especially cool when you know grandma can get in her golf cart and uh, right. go to the doctor's appointment. Yeah, uh, good point. But also, that, that brings up something that, that really has come out in this conference as well I'd like to talk about is uh, rural broadband. You know, yeah. we're going to have a lot more of it. And, and I'm very excited because at least four of our rural electric co-ops have signed deals to get fiber internet, you know, uh, to people's directly to everybody's house. They're going right. to run it to everybody's house. And then we'll have a lot more opportunities for people to do telemedicine, be great for education. A lot of their farm equipment, you know, needs high-speed internet. To, so to have fiber optic deployed here in the next couple of years over a substantial part of rural Florida I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, again, it is a great point. We had an individual, uh, I think his name was Christopher Campbell. He was a guest. We did a segment on uh, uh, exactly what you're talking about, fiber optics and, and broadband, and, and really that's a key to incorporate uh, rural communities, to, to bring them into to the growth. Is that, is that true?
0: It is. And to, to have it at a reasonable price is just uh, excellent, and I'm very excited to see what's going on out there. Our rural co-ops are taking the lead on this. Uh, it's, uh, it's fascinating to look at. Uh, there's a, two or three different models that they're gonna use as far as deploying it. But uh, I believe we're gonna have such a, a high percentage of people in the rural areas that have rural broadband that the other areas are gonna wanna jump on this board, uh, on board as well. And that's great for business, that's great for people, it's great for healthcare, it's great for education. Uh, it's a big win.
1: Uh, Dr. Parrish, uh, I I have a number of regrets in life, uh, but in in the uh, top ten is I regret uh, never being able to take an economics class from you. I may still be able to do that. Can I still take a, maybe I can take a correspondence course or online from you at FSU?
0: Well, you can enroll in the <laughs> Master's in Applied Economics program. Uh, uh, you know, hey, you're never too old for you. education. And uh, if you want to enroll in that, then you uh, will get me as your professor.
1: That's right. Well, you're absolutely correct. You're never too old. Just, sometimes you're just not smart enough. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I qualify for your class, Master's uh, in Economics. But um, every time you're on with us, uh, Dr. Parrish, I do feel like I have been in a class though I I appreciate you sharing your experience your knowledge I certainly appreciate the support that you have given our center at Indian River State College and the entire SBDC network across the state of Florida you have been an incredible partner um, and you're always willing to share knowledge experience and, and speak and so I have always appreciated that sir
0: Well, thanks. I appreciate what you do, and I certainly appreciate Florida's SBDC. You know, what a lot of people don't think about is if you take every business in Florida with less than 100 employees, they are responsible for about 60% of all net new job creation in this state. It's year after year. And so small business is important. You know, the help that you guys give to small business to help them get going, to help them stay in business, you know, passing on generational wealth to their kids uh-huh. after building a successful business, you know, you you just, you need as much of that as you can. So yeah. thanks for what SBDC is doing in the state.
1: Yep. Uh, it is uh, Dr. Jerry Parrish, our very good friend and, and big supporter of uh, the Florida SBDC. He serves as the chief economist and director of state and local policy analysis at, at the Florida Institute of Government at FSU. And uh, if you want to get your master's in economics, he's also going to be your professor. Uh, Dr. Parrish, thanks again for taking time out with us here at the, uh, at the summit.
0: Thanks, Tom. Always
1: glad to see you. Yes, sir. And uh, this is Small Biz Florida. The whole reason we created this platform was to stay connected to the small business community across the state of Florida and and bring information about resources and programs and and, uh, support uh, and assistance uh, programs out there. So we appreciate your listenership. And uh, we are at the Florida Rural Economic Development Summit. It's all taking place here in St. Augustine, Florida. So stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida,
0: created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for
1: Community College Excellence.